Hello, and welcome to this week's Cantina Chat. Today, we're missing Connor, we're also missing Jake, but we've also got an addition of Martin with us today. Hello. And Andrew's still here, he's never going to leave. Are you, Andrew? Never. <laughs> Do it! I don't actually like Star Wars. Okay, well, since it's um, Valentine's Day, oh basically, we're going to talk about love in Star Wars, so we're going to have a bit of a discussion about that. Um, my main reason for this is, <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> I'll cut that out. Um, I watched a video about how Vader is driven solely, well, Anakin is driven solely by his love of Padme, and basically that leads him to the dark side. So it's kind of an anti-hero story where basically he falls because he's in love. Unlike most hero stories, which basically he the uh, the hero will do most heroic actions because of love. But you could so argue how much does the thing of his mum come into it, the death of Shmi and the anger at the, um, what is it? The Tusken Raiders. Tusken Raiders, yeah. yeah. You could argue, is it more love or is it more kind of revenge-based? Well, he's not that old at the start, like in Attack of the Clones, is he? He's only supposed to be 18? Yeah, around that. Yeah, and he watches his mum die, and then he realizes that oh, you know, you can't. I want to save people who die, mm. but in reality, he gets to episode three and then turns it's to Vader and realizes he thing, can't. Yeah, yeah. he needs to save. Had me, I had dreams. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's saver from that. Yeah, it's quite a big thing, I guess. Yeah. So what we're saying essentially is that Vader's got a lot of mummy issues. Yeah, basically. And is not in a functional relationship. No. Okay. He wants to sleep with his own mother. Freudian. <laughs> Very that Freudian. Sound, that sounds like Shmi. something Vader would want. I'd, like I'd take Shmi. Would you? Like you're on Tatooine, you're a human slave, and all you've got is Shmi and her son. Yeah. <laughs> so, so would you take Watto before Shmi? Connor would say. Would you take Watto before Shmi? I know, Connor's not here. I've got to fill in with him. Oh for him. The dark human. But yeah, would you, uh, would you have sex with Shmi? Do you miss me? I'm really not sure on that. No? I, I'm, I don't know. I don't really have an opinion on it. Okay, let's get a better opinion. Who would you have <laughs> sex with in the whole Star Wars universe? 8080. An 8080? <laughs> it's Jar- already been over. Jar Jar. Jar Jar? We have a lot of love for Jar Jar on the Cantina chat. No, oh, God. Yes, we do. No, we do. We love him. It's like Phantom Menace. Well, <laughs> oh, no. But, um, is this like one of the things where like you say that you love him to his face, but mm. secretly behind his back you're just you're like, fucking him. Like floppy <laughs> ears. No, <laughs> you say you love him to his face, but you're fucking him from behind. <laughs> oh, Andrew's expression right now. No, I thought instead of uh, just uh, discussing basically why the whole prequels are that good and talking about how love drives them, we should talk about who we want to have sex with in the Star Wars universe. That I don't think this chat has got as dark as it can get. Mm. I think we should change topic. How many episodes are we in now? Three. Three. This is the third wow. one, yeah. Third. Okay. This is the third yeah. one. We've already lost two members. Yeah. And yeah. We're, we're on dark topic. Why is this such an awkward topic? It's quite clearly uh, Padme. Like Padme in episode two. Or Watto. <laughs> in episode two. when he's, <laughs> Do you remember when he goes back to Tatooine he's wearing a hat? Which one's Watto again? Watto. No Jude, no credits, no. There you go. George Lucas's anti-Semitic. Oh, yeah. You want to buy some death sticks? Oh, that guy. You want to buy some death sticks? No, I don't want to buy any death sticks. I don't want to sell you any death sticks. You need to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. Kills himself. Weird, like exchange. 
It's well, such a shit film. Yeah, we've already discussed how shit Attack of the Clones is. Well, I haven't actually seen that film in quite a while, so... You're not missing out. You're not no, missing no, out. No, I, I, I don't think I am. Or... I haven't really watched... Well, mm. no. I watched Revenge of the Sith mm. recently, but I haven't watched any of the other prequels in yeah, you might, years. That's why mm. you should because... yeah, really. You should just miss them out. And then watch like, Revenge of the Sith, Revenge and that leads of... into four semi-nicely. It's at least worth watching Revenge of the Sith, I think. Yeah, I or, think Revenge of the Sith is good. If but you we'll... go Revenge of the Sith, Rogue One... Um, New Hope in its own like little trilogy. And do it literally yeah. in chronological order. Yeah, yeah. But I'm missing out one and two because they're yeah so mm. great. So back to the real topic at hand. Who would you have sex with in the Star Wars universe? <laughs> God, I don't. I don't know. It's not something it's I've ever thought about. Martin, Martin can't say this. No, I'm not <laughs> no, really allowed to comment. That's, that's fine. He's not allowed to comment. But me and Andrew can I'm discuss not, this yeah. in length. <laughs> Welcome to the ten parts side <laughs> side series of the Cantina. When Luke met Leia. <laughs> oh God. Who who would you? Go on. That's what they want to hear. That's what the listeners want to hear. I don't know. Yeah. It's too. It's like it's too fictional of a universe. Is sex appeal a thing in just Star Wars? The actors. It, yeah. Like oh, it would be what's James L. Jones. <laughs> Felicity Jones in Rogue One. James L. Jones. No. <laughs> Which Jones? Wow. Felicity. He says James. That's a James Earl. No. <laughs> you can't fuck James Earl Jones. He's a national treasure uh, in America. But um, There's only so much a voice can do. Yeah. I mean, oh, I you know. know. <laughs> I don't know. It can get him there. He's getting on a bit now, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. But he still provided his voice in Rogue One. Yeah, he did. He did, yeah. actually. I was Spoilers. quite impressed with that. Oh, I have a side, t- a I have a side topic, a nice little segue. Okay. Like me and James discussed the other day. Yeah. Like, relating to the whole love thing. Um, I always forget his name. Diego Luna's character. Diego Luna's, yeah. And um, oh, what's the face? Felicity, Felicity uh, Jones. Jin Erso, Erso, yeah. Erso, yeah. Have um, you seen Rogue One yet, mine? Yeah. Are oh, they seem to have that romantic moment at the end before they mm. get completely vaporised? But it's, mm. it's not romantic. It's a very human moment. It didn't seem romantic to me. It seemed like it was like they were, I don't know... They both just realised what was going on and, and just kind of levelled on a human level, mm. not, on, not on like a oh we're we've got a love interest going. Mm. I don't think there was any we're real love that. interest there. Yeah. I think you could argue there was a lot of like tension between them. Like, there was, there was yeah. like, oh, definitely. The classic, like arguing. And then I don't think that's any more than like primal tension from the fact that like they're saving each other's asses yeah. throughout that film. There's a kind of protection of each other because he's been given a duty to make sure she can get the plans. But then tries to kill her dad. Yeah. So mm. try to kill his father-in-law. Yeah, that's how you get the girl. Okay, yeah. Kill her yeah. dad. Valid, valid. I think one of the biggest things, yeah, like you say, is the part of the end where they hold hands as the uh, Death Star fires off his first shot and basically blows up Scarif. Oh, is this his first shot? Yeah. No, it, sh- it shoots no. another time on the planet they're on, the Jedi planet. Yeah. But then again, if that happened and like it was us two mm. or, or like any of us, I'd end up holding someone's hand because I'd be scared shitless. We'd be kissing. <laughs> I thought in my last moments I'd kiss a man before I die. God. But um, no, there's kind of like human quality, and especially the way it's uh, filmed because it's on what's called a Dutch angle, which is where it's on its tilt. The camera's tilted on its side, mm. so it's no, it's not level. Mm. It's tilted, so you see their point of view. Yeah. As the way it's a wave, isn't it, that comes the towards them? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Match. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> oh man, that film. 
What? It's just so much goodness in Rogue that film. One, yeah. yeah it's it a good so film. The whole two episodes again, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wasn't here. Yeah. Ma- more about... We can just redo one and two with Martin. Yeah. yeah. There's not really that much more about love you can really talk about in Star Wars. Really. Well, to be fair, actually, you could talk about um, something I've always wondered about. Is... Don't tell me what to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the boss of me. <laughs> Well, strong independent. I am for the next two minutes or however long we discuss this next point. But basically, mm-hmm. episode three, right? So Padme dies because she's lost the will to live. However, right, why, if she's having babies and she's looking forward to having these babies, I mean, she's still, you know, she's still a, an expecting mother. You would have thought she'd have enough love to, for her babies yeah. to, to carry on. So my question is, did Padme actually love her kids or not? No, not at all. She basically gave up on her children because her boyfriend had a bit of a tit. Her husband had a what bit of a tit. She was yeah. dying anyway. Right. She wasn't dying anyway. He choked her. Yeah, but like he choked her, and was... he was. In, she was in like the best hospital you can get because it's mm. the, it's the future or the she past was ba- or a long time, yeah. long time ago. Yeah. But the <laughs> science is so advanced that it should have been able to save her. However, yeah. his, him choking her has caused her death mm. because that's. I know the emperor says you killed her. Like, that line is like, oh, okay, so did you actually kill her? But then every time I watch it, he's strangling of her while she's pregnant. That's going to fuck up the babies yeah, and her. Yeah. It's either the babies or her. Yeah. It's her husband as well. It's a domestic mm. abuse love story. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Because he basically, like, he's such a tantrum. Like, <laughs> that's the I don't best like way to I don't like sand. It's, of course, it gets everywhere. Mm. It's... What? He's a very like teenage, like pouty teenage, sixteen-year-old mm. kind of thing, and it's one of the best lines, love, love lines. And I told you this the other day, Andrew, and it's the line from Empire Strikes Back, where Leia, he's uh, Han's going into carbonite um, to be transported to Jabba's palace, and uh, he's going in the carbonite, and then he says, she goes, "I love you," and he says, "I know," and then he just goes into carbonite. It's so cool. Like, it's such, such a, a good move. part, but mm. it's really good because, like, it's not his character to say, oh, I love you too, darling. Yeah. As, as I said, he was meant to, Han Solo was meant to. Yeah, say in the original was, script, yeah. Was meant to kind of say, yeah. I love you too, but then in the end, thought it wasn't very Han Solo of him to say that, you know. Yeah. He would be more of a dick well, about it. Han shot first. That's the point. Triggered. Triggered. <laughs> Depends which of the three editions he watched. Well, in the first edition, he shoots first. But then, in the very, very original, he shoots first but because. Then, but then they argued that it wasn't could by you, taking it out. It's no, no, this, this is another topic. Say, no, well, well, I was going to say, can you explain this debate to me? Because I never understood it. Who shot oh, first? Why? Why so is this even important? Okay. So in the first one, yeah, obviously that Han shoots four. first. Mm. Um, but then in the like re-specialized editions of like 2004 mm-hmm. they changed it so Greedo, it? Shoots, Greedo first, shoots first and Han dodges the bullet yeah. he moves out of the way like that. and then there was loads of uproar because people were like why why have you changed that they, they didn't just change who shot first they essentially changed Han Solo's like ethics and morals and personality yeah. the fact that he would shoot an innocent Person, well, he's not innocent, not but innocent, as in, like, he wouldn't take the chance to let someone shoot first. He's yeah. he's a smuggler, he's a gunslinger, he's a criminal. Whereas, like, in the special editions, they try to make him more like, oh, he's just defending himself. Yeah. And try to justify so, and make him basically a bit of a massive yeah. pussy. So it's a lot deeper than yeah. just they changed one thing. They changed the, the whole, whole, you know, 
how he comes across in his persona. Yeah. Do we know what Harrison Ford's <coughs> view on it is? He doesn't care. He doesn't care. As long as he's got a paycheck. He doesn't care about what much. Was he? No, he really does not care. That's yeah. the worst person. Didn't they do like a yeah. third edition where they both <coughs> shot at the same time? Yes, yes. So that adds another thing in. This which th- is basically just yeah. going to fuel the fire. It's not really thick. Has anyone ever seen that same edition of uh, New Hope where it has Jabra as a human being? No. Has anyone seen that? What? Is this in the... When the, some Swedish... Oh, the Swedish guy? He basically just... He did a project where he was taking away all the CGI and like... Did no, it, no, 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 no. In the very original Star Wars, where it's just called Star Wars, not A New Hope, not anything like that, Originally, uh, Jabba the Hutt was a human who wore like a fur coat. Yeah, was and he was a really Scottish man. Or something? Yeah, he was a crime lord. And basically, he's like, that same scene that is done with Harrison Ford, so you know when they're walking around the Millennium Falcon, in the special edition, he has CGI put over the guy to basically get rid of him and his role, and then put over what we know as Jabba the Hutt. So it's really weird watching the original one. You know what? I'm going to show you it. And then we'll return yes. to this. Yes. Okay, so I need to see this. yeah, so I'm gonna play a little snippet of it. Right, we're back. We've just seen the scene of the original Jabba, and I want to get your guys' reactions because I've seen it many times. Yeah. What it's... on earth? That changes the whole tone of it, of that character, of everything. I mean, mm. I think if they used a Scottish guy, it mm. doesn't have enough kind of gravitas. Like Jabba the Hutt is mm. supposed to be Tell like proper just... club. <laughs> <laughs> But he's supposed to be like this proper, just like disgusting, big, fat yeah. villain, and yet he's yeah. this Scottish guy is just like. But he's not just that. Like, he's not still, threatening. He's still like fat and kind of like disgusting. He's but he's not to be, threatening like, though. But then you could argue, why did they have to make him this slimy, grim? Yeah, guy? true. To add more aliens and more toys to the franchise. Even though mm. that character there, the Scottish guy, comes across as equally as villainous and yeah. kind of mm. shady. He has exactly the same line and obviously delivers it like an actor instead of yeah. a voice actor who then delivers the line where it's then translated in the bottom. So you see that he's this exact same line just translated. They put the yeah. same we line. We should do an episode. Of us um, reacting to changes. Yeah, because they're yeah. quite bad. That's that's probably a minute. That's not a minimal one. That's quite a big change because yeah. in the original it was that guy, and then mm. due to time constraints, half of that scene I think was cut. Mm. So there wasn't much of Jabba, you see. Because then when Return of the Jedi came out and they go to Jabba's palace, and then Jabba's revealed to be a giant slug, didn't make sense in continuity. <laughs> So he kind of shot himself in the foot, and then he went back. This was, I think, the first... No, this was before... No, this can't be before the special editions. That was all CGI did. So, yeah, it was oh, like that for CGI. years. That, I have to say, just, just seeing that clip now, mm. in that special edition, like they're, they're, um, they obviously showed how they edited uh, Han to step over Jabba's CGI tail. tail. But obviously they did it in that way where they essentially just moved the composite clip of, of yeah. Han and moved and it up and over. But you would have thought for something like Lucasfilm, mm. a studio like that, they would have had better techniques. Like literally someone could have done that on Final Cut or, yeah. or not even Final Cut on iMovie, just like grabbed yeah. him and gone. Yeah. They basically mask oh. him as well with Jabba. So they put Jabba in front of him so it kind of masks him moving over because there's obviously a scene mm. missing of when he turns like that. Oh, it's just... No, the, Adds to the pile of Star Wars shitty bits. We're going to go through more shitty bits in other podcasts, but uh, I just wanted to show you guys that because there's a lot. Like, yeah. Just speaking yeah. that quickly about Jabba's Palace, do you remember the pit where there was this, a music sequence? Oh, I hate that bit. <laughs> that, that, that <laughs> scene <laughs> may be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, the versions I've got, which mm. are kind of the, I think it's the latest one, so it's Blu-ray. It's... Um, it's Oh god! It's the worst thing I think I've ever seen because 
with this other special like blue character with a really long mouth yeah and it's like oh, it's yeah. so unnecessary and it's so un-Star Wars-y and it's like first you go through these really badass Jedi battles and you know yeah. like force joking everywhere mm-hmm. kind of thing it's really bad and it's Empire like, Strikes like, Back fighting. ends on yeah. such a high note yeah and then it just comes into this cheesy just horrible it's just all gibberish. Yeah. And then there's those dancers like the cantina, cantina people were playing the famous do 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 do. We should do a whole episode on sound, really, because Star Wars, like sound, is so important to it. One thing I love about Star Wars Battlefront game is the fact that they've translated the sound so well. Yeah, that's the only good thing they've done. Disagree. Do you disagree? I disagree. Well, okay. It's a great game. Well, that leads me. Which, to, which that actually one, leads though? me to my next topic. Yeah, that leads me to my next topic. Favorite Star Wars games. It's so, always good. Yes. Battlefront Two. Well, come on. We're Battlefront Two. Battlefront Two. Two of us are lonely dudes. We've got to play something on Valentine's Day. It's got to be a Star Wars <laughs> game. It may well be. Battlefront Two is. Um, just because it's, it's so good, like it just yeah. so much yeah. more to it, and like the new Battlefront, I still mm. think it's quite good mm. because I still love the fact that you'll be on like the 40 player the 40 yeah. player games you'll just be like there's just so much going on like you'll be yeah. a foot soldier like going down you know just um, firing away actually on the battlefield mm. and then suddenly there's this like AT&T's walking by there's walkers there's like TIE fighters and you know Imperial fleets like just flying around I think that's really cool to see that yeah. you can do so much it's, it, it takes like the gameplay to a whole kind of new level and then you know right out of nowhere Vader will come out of Vader mm. versus kind of Luke battle so yeah. I, I think I, don't be wrong I don't well, think it's worth like the 40 quid that it was no. originally but I still I, I think it's sound styles game really yeah Just annoyed that there's no campaign but they are yeah. putting that into the new one which is basically now they've got your money now they can make you pay for a second one yeah well see for me like this new Battlefront game that's come out isn't Battlefront for me because the space battles made it, and the mm. fact that they didn't include those in the new Battlefront, I was expecting it, massive still, space still, battles. There's DLC. You can, there's which, DLC. Yeah, can, Death Star. They can do um, but, space battles yeah, anyway. But is it the same as like no, capturing? There's um, what's it called? There's like I'm pretty sure you can do not maybe no, you, not can't, space you can't do space battles. battles. You can do air battles. Yeah, air battles. Yeah. But yeah, but it's there's Death Star like, DLC and Alpha. How does that make any sense? When's the first time you ever saw like X wings fight? It's in space. Yeah. All the way through the prequels and all the way through the what do you call it? The uh, sorry, the prequels and the sequels, the original trilogy. Scarif. Yeah, that's about it. That's in the new ones. Scarif and Scarif and Force Awakens. They have the uh, battle over what do you call it? Um, what's her name's? Oh, what's her name? Bitch with the big eyes. Um. <laughs> Ma- Maz, yeah, Maz, oh, yeah, Maz's yeah, cantina. Yeah. They have that fight above it. Yeah, yeah, with the yes, tie fighters do, and all, yeah. Yeah, and the X-wing. Because that's a really good bit. Because that's where Poe Dameron's revealed to be alive. Yes, you remember where he's coming through. He's uh, a yeah. red leader. He's got such a sick like oh, X-wing. Yeah. I it's love awesome. when he's like, um, new, on his jacket. Is that my jacket? And he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. And he's like, keep it. Suits you. And it's like, oh, Suits yeah. you. I'm looking forward to. <laughs> no, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that character develop. It's Probably damn yeah. Get together Fantastic. and just have yeah. BB-8 as like yeah uh, adopted dog. Oh god, yeah. you can imagine a fan fiction, can't you? Well, co- yeah, already. Oh. There's pictures all over the internet of those two kissing. Oh. Whatever, whatever you want to do with it, make it your own oh, expanded why? universe. Literally, is his anus canon? is an expanded <laughs> universe. It, it probably. Kathleen Kennedy's just like, yeah, anything's canon now. Fuck it. Fuck it. We got rid of the expanded universe, but everything after that is canon. Star Wars Episode Nine: Cabin of Poe. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's just a porno. 
It's just a solid like hour and a half of Finn railing him. Oh god. He's like, uh, oh, can we, can we, ju- can we just stop now? I- Oscar Isaac's like, can we stop now? And we're back to the theme of love. <laughs> yeah, back to the theme of love, because there is, there is no gay love yet in Star Wars. That's true. Besides people trying to and make out that thing. They're not gay. They're droids. They have no idea of being gay. So, they, but like, how would you feel about gay love being in Star Wars? I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I've got nothing against it. Mm. But with the way things are at the moment, would it be? artistically correct or would it or would it be seen pandering as pandering I'm just saying that I thought that was a thing you're going for would it be pandering mm. I would agree on both points that it would fit within the universe but also looking at the current climate and political like climate it would be pandering mm. slightly like because, if, if it was like justifiable characters like I don't mm. know like like a uh, a lesbian Jedi mm. couple or why is that to be lesbian? Well, I, d- I don't know. I I'm, mean, joking, I'm joking. I'm joking. For example, name one film that actually successfully done that. What homosexual Jedi? Just general general homosexuality. Um, Good films that have done homosexuality. I can like, doing one off the back of my like, head. Like Moonlight. Star Wars level. Oh, you Fantastic mean like sci-fi? Didn't Fantastic Beasts have something like that? Yeah. What do you call it? Um, homosexual character, the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bad guy's yeah. gay. Yeah, yeah, like, like again. it's not like there's anything wrong with it, and it's not like it wouldn't mm. fit in the Star Wars universe. Mm. But obviously, you want it to, yeah, you want it to fit. You don't mm. want it to be pigeonholed in. You want. The well, character. no, 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 no. Let's get, let's get into this. Let's um, talk in a broader sense. Homosexuality in sci-fi, does mm. it fit? Because you would imagine the way the world's going, looking at uh, our political climate, is that we imagine a future where homosexual people can be absolutely fine and like there is a more accepting culture because we're becoming more accepting and that's fantastic but in sci-fi no one ever but, represents that yeah yeah but as you said it depends i feel like would you argue that has the star wars universe evolved from like the world as we know it now mm. no like, actually no. it's supposed to be set in the past yeah, yeah. so if it's set differently mm. then the writers have you know all they have the ability to kind of say anything yeah whereas if it's evolved from the that, world that homosexuality doesn't exist yeah, in this universe it's kind of it obviously reflects by the writer yeah but, you know it's different yeah hmm. well it happens a lot in like just general sci-fi so you were saying like does it ever happen in anything and i cannot think off the top Mary of my head of what mary and pippin mary and pippin that, but that's fantasy sci-fi we're talking about Oh, so we talk about sci-fi. Yeah, Merry and Pippin in the future. Mountain, but that's not really sci-fi. With lasers. <laughs> Star Wars, Brokeback Mountain. Fin- versus Aliens so bring it to serious. Oh, I think it genuinely yeah. does um, depend on has it has that universe evolved mm. from the world as we know it now. Mm. We're actually putting our own political beliefs onto a world that doesn't exist. That's the kind of yeah. thing, isn't it? So. The writers are technically reflecting possibly their own personal beliefs on that universe, yeah. so for, and we watch it, and then we will digest that information. In reality, it doesn't really matter yeah. what their political this is, persuasion this is. Quite mm. a similar thing is um, so in I've, I like written a paper for on um, to like do some arguing about AI developers mm. were accidentally making their AI racist and um, homophobic because. They were when they were teaching the AI. They were kind of showing it maybe only pictures of white middle-aged men. Yeah. So therefore, they didn't mean they didn't like specifically aim to make it re- like racist. Yeah. But it's reflected the developers' racial ideas into the AI. Hmm. So you could argue that whatever the writer feels, they're kind of reflecting that into their 
their work. Yeah. Would so it's you... always going to be the writer reflect, you know, reflecting their own. Yeah. You know, if I'm if I'm a severely racist person, I w- I wouldn't kind of write a novel where race like the complete opposite kind of of my views. Yeah. Yeah, you would avoid that. I am not a very racist man. (laughs) But um, you talked about AI. That's uh, was they the bots, the bots that went a bit crazy, the Microsoft bot. No, this was um, because made the Twitter bots that went a bit off the rails. It was a, it was like a facial recognition one. Yeah. Where it wouldn't recognise, you know, certain um, ethnicities. Yeah. Um, instead, it would kind of only recognise white middle-aged men because the developers had only kind of been showing it pictures of white middle-aged men yeah. thinking it'd be fine. Yeah. So that's kind of subconsciously reflect, you know, reflect their yeah. own opinion. But they don't think there's any other faces besides white middle-aged men. Yeah, kind of, yeah. So it's always going to reflect the writers. Mm. Thinks so if the writer's a homophobic person, you know, mm. it's not going to... Not... George Lucas, I don't think it's homophobic, but I just don't think he makes it an issue within yeah. his films. We've got to remember, this was written in 77. Yeah, that's still fine, mm. but I th- still don't think he made it a thing in his film he just didn't want to address it and he sh- yeah. he shouldn't at the time have to fe- no writer should feel they have to address these things you don't have to address ethnicity homosexuality if you don't feel comfortable doing so in a correct yeah. manner or a way that people understand this is the issue like but- homosexuality in sci-fi is like do it if you feel comfortable doing it and you could write something really good but if yeah. you can't and it's going to come off as like um, anti, uh, sorry, it's going to come off as homophobic. Then don't do it. Just don't. Yeah, so you see, writers obviously have a lot of power in the fact that they've George Lucas essentially created a whole mm. universe. Yeah, he can put in whatever he wants. He can miss out stuff. He can put in, you know, mm. anything that he wants. So he's got mm. a lot of power to kind of put like he can put really, you know, racist characters in if he wants mm. because he's creating a universe. He the, did. He's called universe. Watto. Yeah. yeah, the universe kind of hasn't been migrated from our universe that much yeah so it's yeah sorry we're 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 using um basically a technique called i can't remember what it's called but where we use our own reflections where we're using our own experiences on this world so we're going oh it's kind of like us we're, we're human we have mm. you know four fingers four fingers uh, sorry four fingers <laughs> we have eight fingers two thumbs and um whatever else basically we're Oh, I can't remember what it's called, but basically we're looking at this universe and thinking of something similar in our own yeah. universe, and then linking the two, and then basically assuming that's that's fine. That kind of effect is fine. Yeah. So the aliens aren't too out there because most of them are humanoid looking. Yeah. Except for obviously Jabba. However, his look and feel, he it's still has two. Still human. He still has two it's eyes. Like yeah. he's not like freakishly like so, out of our mind frame. So see, no matter what, you're still going to get some elements mm. of our universe kind of in there, but. I think within the expanded universe, they could definitely um, talk more about homosexuality because getting a, a homosexual, not just a homosexual writer, but yeah, possibly a homosexual writer to talk about and reflect their own experiences within that using yeah. that medium would be quite how interesting. How do you think places like America, it was very obviously Star Wars is very big in America, how do you think yeah. they would react to it? I, well, I a majority of America don't think of that obviously homophobic because a lot of them, it's state by state. This is the worst thing yeah, about America. Yeah. It's state by state. So if a state has an opinion, it's the whole state's opinion. And then apparently that will reflect badly on the state. So I don't imagine everyone in like Florida is homophobic and yeah. likes Jeb Bush. Like I don't, I don't, I hope not. <laughs> really hope not. But it reflects on them when the majority will vote for that and do that. Mm. But um, where am I going with this? What Star Wars? <laughs> but anyway, to link it back to Star Wars, uh, yeah, America's America's their biggest domestic um, gross grossing box office basically. 
like America still goes out and China's the upcoming domestic box office which no one wants to upset and homosexuality is still kind of a bit not frowned upon like a, but it's, like a taboo it's a taboo subject there it hasn't been fully accepted yeah. so maybe you don't want to piss off your domestic box office maybe you should like if you were really taking risks that's what you should do with your expanded universe so Rogue One didn't feel like to me it took enough risk it took enough to feel like a good film like it was trying to change it so there was no Jedis it was well besides Vader as a Sith but um, it needs to get away as much as possible from its Anakin um, sex trilogy yeah. or what's it called like it's now nine films it'll be a Skywalker nine tuplet yeah, <laughs> nine quad, nine trilogy or nine trilogy or something but what Quinn? something like that but anyway it, nine films of Skywalkers basically it's the Skywalkers line and I have no doubt that Finn is sorry not Finn um, Ray is going to be his daughter I have no doubt. Luke's. Yeah, and I. I think that'd be way too predictable. I think yeah. that if, if anything, as Ray is going to be be one of the um, solo related children in some way. As probably we, solo. I reckon as solo. We, yeah. As we week, I we I want her to have some link to Obi Wan. Mm. Yeah, or actually, Obi Wan is that. That's what I was actually thinking. Is mm. that Obi Wan could be in one way related to them. I just really want Obi Wan to get a good mention. Yeah. He's a, as a false ghost. He's got yeah. to up, have some. We've uh, we've basically sung his praises as a character throughout the Star Wars, like the, all of them. Mm. Like even in five and six, he still has a presence in him. Yeah. And then eight, he's back again with Ewan McGregor doing the voice where he speaks to her. And I'm really hoping the Last Jedi, you do seven. see. Sorry, seven. Yeah, seven. <laughs> do you even Star Wars? Yeah, pff, apparently not. Apparently, I just talk about homosexual and sci- homosexual sci-fi men. <laughs> but, um. What about, what about Qui-Gon? He's a, he's a one-film character, I think. Yeah. yeah, but imagine if they linked way back to him. <clears throat> I think it's It would be a struggle. I think they've already yeah. done that when... Yeah. Was it when Yoda's... Like, what film is it? Revenge of Revenge, 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 Sith, when Yoda's like, you've had contact, we've had contact. From yeah, him. we've had contact. He's found a way to kind of come back. So would that indicate he's the first Force ghost? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. I think I think that's actually not a true thing. Yeah. That is a fact that... Uh, he teaches Yoda that's what and on about. he's the first force yeah. person. Imagine being the first. He has a more so freaky. Yeah. And he's suddenly like walking down the hall or whatever, and then mm. he's sort of run of ghost to be like. They're basically master. they've granted themselves immortality, mm. which Anakin always wanted, which is a weird thing. So basically, if well, he get he gets immortality himself. At the end of six, mm. he is yeah. happy to basically look upon yeah, his children and enjoy them. Which is quite interesting because that Force Ghost could come back for With Last what? Jedi. Hayden, it'll be Hayden. Uh, he'll be Hayden. Really Sebastian Shaw's dead. That a bit infuriates me when they ch- they took out Sebastian Shaw. Oh, that's another him. thing as well. If you didn't notice that, Martin, uh, at the end of we spoke about this it's earlier um, in another episode. Yeah. You know, after the whole Teddy Bear fight, <coughs> he walks um, in six. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Do the, yeah. The, the Force Ghost where Yoda's at, at the end, Hayden Christian at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so obviously he's still Alec Guinness, is it? Is Alec Guinness? Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, and then obviously Yoda. Hmm. But then the, it was originally, you know, in um, Return to Jedi when uh, ta- Luke takes off Vader's mask, and, and it's he, Sebastian Shaw, like a, a reeb, like an egg. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So obviously that's Sebastian Shaw. And yeah. In like the a original crack one, he is there as a Force ghost at the end. Yeah. But they replaced him with Hayden Christensen, which might in. Um, Obviously, in the newer ones, mm. which really annoys me because Luke never saw Hayden Christensen as 
um, Darth Vader yeah. or Anakin or whatever. He only saw Sebastian Shaw in that last moment. So that bit really annoys me. Plus, it's like the whole legacy of Sebastian Shaw is just gone in one. You know, he played a yeah. great character. I know that Hayden Christensen wasn't the mm. best of actors, but at the same time, I can't imagine anyone else has Anakin. This is the thing: is that you, you mm. like it doesn't matter whether the the actor was good or bad in in Star Wars. Yeah, mm. even even like Samuel L. Jackson's Mace Windu. Yeah. Personally, I think that was one, that's one of his worst performances as a character yeah. ever because he's just. Yeah. But he just shouted all the time. You can't imagine anyone else playing that. Part. No. It's, it's so cause, unique because he he manages to really really pull off the annoyed in love distressed teenager yeah which is basically Anakin's character so mm. I think yeah. I think he gets a lot more stick than he kind of deserves he, it's just the, it's just the shit like I don't like mm. sand and the memes that have, yeah. well it's not just that he basically is given a shitty line yeah he has yeah. to deliver the best of his ability and to be fair Star Wars ruined his career like of all, like it, it has yeah, this curse. It ruins from, at least one person's career, doesn't it? <laughs> he went from Star Wars to Jumper mm. to jumping yep. off the face of the Earth. Yeah, basically. He's, uh, yeah. I kind of wish he got a bit more of a chance, like to fulfill a role yeah. of Anakin. I would have liked to seen something where Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen come back. Oh, so would I. Especially Ewan McGregor. I would, like, because this is the yeah. thing, Ewan McGregor has said that he will do Obi-Wan again if it yeah. comes about. We spoke about this in uh, episode two, no, episode one, mm. because we're, like we said... I'm praying for it. So, we want him to be coming to, oh, yeah. somehow. It would be the best. Like, My bets are on Force Ghost. My bets are on Force Ghost for The I Last Jedi. I got to be yeah. a Force Ghost. Yeah. yeah. But and it's going to be him, obviously not Alec Guinness. Mm, Alec Guinness. Yeah, well, Alec Guinness hated Star Wars, didn't he? What? Alec Guinness hated Star Wars. Ish. Depends what kind of interview you watch. He's had different opinions about it yeah. towards the end. He kind of had more love for it towards, um, like, as the film progressed. When he was doing the film, he didn't like it. Yeah. But as afterwards, when he realised how much people loved it and loved like him and sending letters and whatever, he was like, he kind of accepted it. Mm. Because like people always say, Alex Guinness, he hated Star Wars. He didn't like Star Wars. He didn't like it when he was there because it was to him a paycheck. Yeah. And he didn't understand what was going on. But then afterwards he was like, okay, this is all right. Like, he kind of accepted it. Whereas oh, uh, Ewan McGregor is just like, bring me back, bring me back. Yeah. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> That's one of my favourite Star Wars memes. You, so mean, you mean, the, uh, go on, say the so full underrated. meme. Say the full I don't know meme. The full meme, but it's all this one to where... Isn't it the one where it's usually a dick falling out? I don't know, it's usually just anything where something... Happens that shouldn't happen. It's like, yeah. hello there. <laughs> hello there. <laughs> like, like this, this one where I've seen where, like, it's just a, it's a video of someone on Tinder and then someone, like, pops up and it's just, hello there. <laughs> hello there. I saw one, like, the one I think we've seen that many times is the one where it's, it's a, it says, when you're sleeping with a girl and her dick falls out <laughs> and it goes, hello there. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is uh, where the fun begins. Yeah. <laughs> this is where the fun begins. Wait, that's, that's Anakin's no, line. I know that's there. Anakin, but I just. This is where the fun quick, begins. Quick, quick quiz question. Yeah. This is totally random. That's all of it. What line is said in every single Star Wars film? I think you know it, but does Martin know it? Is it in every single Star Wars film? There's one line. It's not always on the move, is it? No. Oh, no. <laughs> always on the move. Always on the move. <laughs> always on the move. Uh, Search your feelings? No. Does James know? Join the dark side. No. What is it? What is it? Is it? Every single Star Wars is. Yeah. Um, when it's like, I got a bad feeling about this. Oh, God, yeah. yeah because, they all say, well, may the force be with you. 
May no. the force be with you. No, I don't think that's no. said. Actually, like but in Revenge of the Sith, it's definitely not. Is it? I there must be a good man. I think it is. Yeah, I think but, it, um, I think but essentially, it's famous for being the one line that's in every film. Yeah. I've got a bad feeling about so it. Oh, yeah, because they, they, they always say it in, like... They do it in Rogue One, don't they? And then he, like, com- comedically... K2SA says it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah good. I'm glad we all agree. Star Wars, I know it. Yeah. You okay? Message me. Message me. Okay, um... Basically, the prequels is um, obviously Anakin being in love with Padme and that mm. essentially being his downfall. Yeah. yeah. So, the, to conclude, love will turn you to the dark side. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if you listen to all three episodes in um, of of the Cantina chat in order, you will see us slamming the prequels and then eventually <laughs> learning to love them. Yeah. Like Wait, Stockholm that's Syndrome. That's everyone. The more you look at the prequel films, the the more fond you become of them, and the more you try to accept them as a separate trilogy that's not yeah. technically yeah. part of everything. <laughs> but it still is. Like Revenge of the Sith, obviously, has one of the best, like one of the best opening battles oh. ever. It was awesome. Yeah. The the Dooku. Not just that, the capital ships like going at. Oh each yeah, other. So, yeah, yeah. To be fair, the amount that's going on in that is mind-boggling. No one seems affected by war in that film. <laughs> Like the uh, bit where he's like, "This is where the fun begins." Anakin, people are fucking dying. Yeah. People are dropping out the fucking sky, and you're like, "This is where the fun begins." <laughs> yeah, and I love the bit where I see is that the um, last bit where they go into that they hijack that ship as well. Yeah, oh, it crashes. That is the re- most that's a really cool bit. Yeah, there's a fatal the fatal the fight between um, Kanduku. Well, fatal mm. was a mix between fight and battle. Um, the the battle between um, battle the battle. Between Dooku and obviously Obi Wan and yeah. thingy, I don't know. Obi Wan is just like um, mm. I don't know. The one line by Hayley Christensen that I really find is funny is when mm. him and Obi Wan are like, "That's like the seventh time I've that bit of banter where they're like, that's like the seventh time I've saved you." Yeah, and Obi Wan's like, "But that time on X country, which is actually more reference planet didn't which, happen." Ow. damn it! Sorry, I'm smashing the equipment in the studio. Uh, which is more reference to um, the Clone Wars. Yeah. Yeah. You remember that small cartoon series that was done? Yeah. Gen- yeah. Cartoon Network. It was made by Jenny Tarakovsky, who also made Samurai Jack and Dexter's Lab. And it was a great, like, in-betweener between two and three. Mm. It's basically all the battles between the Clone Wars. Gives General Grievous a background because Mace Windu crushes his chest. That's why he's, like, uh, uh, breathing so badly. Yeah. Because Mace Windu crushes his chest in the cartoon. You have to watch the cartoon. I need to, to understand. Watch them, yeah. yeah, to understand the film. And basically, he went, oh, that's non-canon anymore. We're going to redo the Clone Wars. I'm like, but no, you've already done it. The, the, film's, the, canon. the film's already done. You've made it canon. So why have you gone back and made it non-canon? Yeah. Oh, wait. So Disney can make a bit more money. Yeah. They're going to make it not, you know, they're going to make like an extraordinary amount. Anyway, why do they need to redo it? It's going to make an extortionate amount, especially The Last Jedi. Like, they have a mouse. They don't need anything else. A I mean, mouse? Come on. What do you mean? Mouse. Oh, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, that was making the them look mouse. Funny. The the king, <laughs> king Nazi mouse. Uh-huh. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> I'm, I can be quite cynical about Disney, but I'm I'm also very very positive about Disney and optimistic because what they did to the Marvel franchise um, was a big thing. Like, well, they saved it basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at the original Thor. Look at the original Iron Man. They were nothing yeah. compared to the second phase. Nothing. Like they're mm. mediocre films at best. The first Iron Man's good, but it basically suffers because of bad writing. Yeah. They know good writers, they know good directors who to get on their team. Mm. It works. 
same with Star Wars, Rian Johnson doing um, Last Jedi, and then he's doing the ninth one as well. Because mm. J.J. Abrams was obviously offered at some point to do the whole trilogy, and then he backed out saying, oh, I'll just do the first one. Yeah. Biggest regret, he says. It's like the biggest regret of his life, like pulling out, because he finishes that when Rian starts, doesn't he? Like, yeah. There's that scene where they're on the island, and Rian filmed that last yeah. scene. Because um, he did Looper and Milk before that, so he's kind of like, he's still technically an indie-ish director, who's come out of nowhere and then been hired. So they're doing this like thing of like getting good writers, good directors back. And I don't know. It, it, I'm, I'm looking forward to Last Jedi. I'm really looking forward yeah. to this year in terms of Star Wars stuff. Because mm. more's going to come out about Han Solo. The trailer's going to come out for Last Jedi and that's going to get everyone hyped. I uh, know. I can't be far off now, surely. No. When's the film out? December? December. I what? love the fact that it's December for each film, yeah, including Rogue One, because it's like perfect time. It's actually just before, like people go home from uni and whatnot yeah. and break up Christmas. So it's, so it's just like, mm. oh, it's great. Watched over Christmas again, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be good. And the teaser trailer, it's gonna have a teaser trailer, which is gonna annoy the fuck out of everyone. Mm. You know, in like Force Awakens, where you're like, yeah. there's been an awakening, you're like, and it's like you see some hand on R2. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. That scene isn't in it, is it? No. That scene where he touches R2 yeah. isn't in, in it is. Force Awakens. When? Pretty sure it is. Yeah, it is, it is, yeah. You when? know when Ray picks up the lightsaber? She has a vision, yeah. It's Sorry, vision. she has a vision. It's a vision. Even Star Wars. Mm. What else do you see in the vision? Go on then, pop quiz. What else do you see? Oh god, um, the mother scene when the mother's saying goodbye to Ray. Yeah. Um, but you don't see the mother is. No, you just see them walking. You just see her. Yeah, leaving yeah. her on Jakku. Um, what else? Is there? I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while. I was going to watch it this week. Mm. But there's the Knights of Ren, which are a pretty cool fucking scene. Where they've got all their about, lightsabers in the dark. I want to know more about them. Yeah. I want to know what that's what what the Knights of Ren are, what that's all about. I, I want to know more. I read a go- really good theory about basically they got. So this one's called the Last Jedi because there is no longer Jedi and Sith after this film. I don't think Luke will survive this film, but I think that's a good thing because basically he's tried to bring back Jedi. He shouldn't have. Like, he's restored balance to the Force. Mm. With just one Jedi and no Sith, that was balance. He then created another Sith. Yeah, I don't th- I don't think Snoke's a th- uh, full-blood Sith. Like, sorry, not bl- full-blood Sith. I think he's not a Sith Lord how we think he's, he's a Sith Lord. He's not like em- Emperor Palpatine Sith. No. I don't think he even knows how to use a lightsaber. I, no. I don't think he's because that's why he doesn't want to train him but he's like oh I'll bring bring him for his training like at the end when they're destroying the well, Starkiller base he's forced a kyber crystal which is why mm. his lightsaber's so fucked up yeah like he's a, he's quite clearly Snoke is a shitty teacher yeah. and he's just trying to seduce him to the dark side but doesn't even know how to do it yeah, yeah. like it, he's literally forced a kyber crystal cracked mm. it and then modified his blade and mm. it's just all kind of I'm surprised it doesn't blow up in his hand this actually links to the first point we just said the reason that uh, Kylo Ren kills his dad, Han Solo, is because death actually releases him and gets it, gets rid of love completely, like yes, uh, patern- yes. paternal love, love for your father. It gets rid of it, so it's an opposite. Instead of Anakin keeping people alive, mm. Kylo's the opposite. He'll kill people to free himself to be a dark, dark lord or whatever. He will give in to that. Wow. But- that's really weird. It's kind of like a round circle where mm. he, when he kills his dad, yeah, it's wow. Fuck. Wow. We'll just realize that in the cantina okay. chat. First on the cantina chat. <laughs> wow. Yeah, just blew your minds there. Kylo Ren is actually going the opposite way of Anakin and will slaughter everyone. Which is 
A more terrifying concept. Or die trying. Than killing younglings. Yeah. What? Than killing the younglings. Kill, he'll kill all the younglings. There are no younglings anymore. Don't. Master Anakin. He'll kill all the pensioners. Yeah, he'll kill the old people. <laughs> he'll kill old, off Carrie Fisher. You know Rest in peace. You know that old guy at the beginning of Force Awakens? Yeah. Him. I killed him! Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. He's killing off all the old people. Max von Snyder plays that character, whoever the fuck that character is. Interesting. <laughs> I, I want to see what... I'm going to watch Force Awakens this weekend now. Yeah. Too long. It's a shame there wasn't like an extended yeah. edition. That was all you're going to get. Yeah. I would have liked something like that. I might watch Attack of the Clones just for the hell of it. Don't. No. <coughs> okay, I won't. We also recommend anyone listening to this, just do not watch Attack of the Clones. Watch the Clone watch Wars. Watch Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah, watch Phantom Menace, the Clone Wars, the original series, and then Revenge of the Sith. Oh no! I actually watched the like last fifteen minutes of really bad CGI Geonosians fighting. Oh, la, 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 make sure you watch um, Ooh, la, la. Uh, Jewel of Fates. Jewel of Fates. You've got, you've got to watch that. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Also, great. You know, in um, oh, um, <laughs> who's it? Um, Qui-Gon and mm. Maul are having that the, the, the fight mm-hmm. and then essentially that red barrier comes up and they're both waiting I saw one that's like oh they're just there when like... you're waiting for your food to finish in the microwave <laughs> <And> <laughs> just kneeling just, in front of it's it it's just him just stand, like Maul like, standing like really angrily just yeah. in front of this red barrier good meme top solid meme that's 10 out of 10 Jar Jars right so basically, that's all we've got for the Cantina chat. Wow. Thank you very much for listening, guys and gals and girls and if, huh? And if, and if, they and them. Them. Watch out for them. They know. Do it. Do it. Does everyone want to say bye or what? Bye. I feel like I have to. I, I have to say a Star Wars thing to close out, but I don't. Favorite know. Star Wars quote. Go. Go. Oh, it's got to be always on the move. Always on the move. Hello there. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> Hello there. Hello there. Right, thank you very much, guys. See you there. Bye.